Hey heroes, a quick note before we start the episode. The original cut of this series included an ableist slur as one of the names for the NPCs. At the time of recording and when we originally posted these episodes, we did not know this term was a slur. After a listener reached out to us and educated us, it became obvious that we had to address it. Currently, we're in the process of editing this term out of the show. So if you hear any bleeps going forward into the episode, that's what got taken out. And if you don't yet hear bleeps, it's because we are still in process of finishing that edit. And this introduction serves as a warning that that term might still be present in the show. If you want to know about the specific term in question, you can listen to either part one or part five of this series, as we address the term specifically in those introductions. And if you'd like educational resources so that you can hopefully remove ableist slurs from your own vocabulary, we have educational resources linked in our show notes. I'd say otherwise, this is a really great series, and I hope people can still enjoy listening to it. Thanks, heroes, and enjoy the show. We are Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and game master. Heroes, this week we are back with more of our Sentinel Comics adventure. And since we have no new announcements, let's get to the show. In, in doing so, you are interfacing with these items and looking into these items and like trying to see this. Surely there's something there. And you're, the more you dive deep into it, the more you're like, it's, it's like there should be something. There, it, it all is proceeding very logically. But every step, there's like, well, there's just another turn, another corner, another blank wall. And you feel a presence hovering over your shoulder, almost like someone in the DMV while you're sitting there reading a book. And the person next to you is just kind of like reading the book and you're aware of them and you have to decide how much you care. And the more you look, the more you're like, I do care. Who is this? And from within this mystical sensing moment that you're having you turn your awareness to the side of you where there floats a giant orb, a giant magical ethereal eye floating in the, the ether near you, observing you go through this. Um, and as you see it, the eye, lidless, blinks once, and a voice emanates not from the eye, but from the origin of the eye, and says... You seem to have stopped them, but I've gotten everything I need from you. Don't meddle in my affairs, little heroes. Leave them alone. And as the eye blinks a second time, you are thrown back into your chair, out of the mystical sensing, into normal space, and you are left with the understanding that you were just spoken to by someone who has zero magic, but control over reality in a way that you've never interacted with before so you okay there i a big eye actually um i this is no magic working this is someone is tearing at the very fabric of reality mm, that's hello <laughs> As you discuss this amongst yourselves, and uh, I, I assume, Savant, you share your story, or maybe not, um, the, but the parts yeah. of it you share as you do. So I walked into the Twilight Zone. The, mm -hmm. the TV in the corner, which had taken some damage from this and was probably broken, 
crackles to life and a voice comes from the television as does the radio behind the bar and in fact the door swings open at the same time and you hear out on the streets from every car driving by the same sound coming out of the radios and on the TV itself you see that eye and you hear Greetings citizens of San Alonso It is I! Misinformation. And the television screen resolves to a blank, expressionless, white masked face with glowing yellow eyes. And the voice continues, and that face on the screen is clearly the one talking, though it's not moving at all. I have taken control of the powerful artifacts housed in the city, and I will use this city as my play place. All you do is stay out of my way and let me change this place to be the way it should be. That is all. Carry about your business. So, her eye then? Yeah, definitely her eye. Um, anyone else thinking we don't let her change reality Honestly, to whatever she I'm surprised she that she sent minions I out. mean, just yeah, show no, I'm right with you. First of all, this isn't San Alonso. I'm real mad about that. Um, that, that, my parents died in San Alonso. We're in San Lazarus. Uh, As you say that. You look out the window and you see that it's not the World's Fair sort of environment that San Lazarus is, but you see some of this, like the skyline rearranging itself to be more reminiscent of what San Alonso's skyline looked like. Ooh, that disrespectful. Okay, no, no, we're definitely going to go mess with her. I don't understand. You seem very upset. It, it just uh, changed to the skyline. I changed to the... Well, this is going to be... I'm 12. I have no reference for big cultural tragedies that might have been suffered by someone of your advanced age. All right. To, to break it down for you gently, because you are 12, we used to be in San Al or we are in the city that used to be San Alonso, which was uh, summarily removed from existence uh, a, a uh, undistinguished number of years ago. Let's say two. And... <laughs> 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 there's like an editor's note at the side please don't hold us to this and that's the city i grew up in and that my parents were still in when it was summarily removed i see then perhaps we face another victim who does not have as strong coping strategies as you have developed solid gold my therapist would love to hear you say that. But on that note, I am quite angry and I do feel a need to express myself with lasers. We should go and feel our feelings, certainly. But perhaps is there some sort of super therapist that we could have talk this person down after we defeated them? We must move away from a punitive justice system. Well, there's there's a super doctor. I, I don't remember <laughs> if there's a super therapist. It seems like there are some gaping holes that could be filled in in this universe, all I'm saying. No, 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 don't count Where's me as the, the full expert. Of this. I mean, I'm not, I only know the number of heroes that I saw on TV that one time, and I was very busy that day. So... Oh, great. <laughs> I mean, oh, ultimately, the upshot of this, of this whole dialogue is that, my anger aside, this is a problem that we will need to resolve as a hero team. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and kick to savant but i'm gonna guess she did one of those big deal shield wall around the area and we happen to be the only people in here otherwise why would she bother picking a fight with us in the first place ah yes well probably to gain the measure mm. of us see what we're capable of and apparently she is not fright uh solid gold mm. you 
get a call on your cell phone, oh. and it's from the hero setback who you've talked to before, mm. who asks if you happen to be around the area in what he would like to refer to as San Lazarus, because he was also here, and he got in a fight his friends against some weird villains that seemed to be somehow thematically opposites of themselves, and then when they inevitably won the fight against those things, they fell into strange trinkets that didn't seem to match with that, and they're trying to figure out what's going on and wondering if it's happened to other heroes around the city as well. Say no, say no. <laughs> nope, bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool, just us then. Don't worry about it. Oh, he's so embarrassing. Don't talk to him. <laughs> no, I like setback. He gave me my name. Uh, <laughs> wait, are you also in San Lazarus? We should hang. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, cut, I'll, I'll text you later. <laughs> Try not to seem over-eager. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so you have the idea that this has happened all over the city, and that there's there's some sort of wide thing that has changed here, and that you're going to have to make your way through whatever misinformation is doing to deal with the trauma of losing this city that in some way was important to her. As you all hang out at your table with your knickknacks, watching the city around you change into a thing that it was, which for many might be a positive. It might seem like a positive. This is a city that was lost and now it's coming back. But it's overriding the city that was built here. And uh, you see parts of the city quickly before your eyes colliding old parts with new parts and sections of, of the street out right in front of the diner falling into a sinkhole and getting swallowed up before a new street rolls out from nowhere. But high above the city, seemingly in the center of the city, there's something that you don't recognize from either the San Alonzo or the San Lazarus skyline. And that's this tall obelisk-like building with a giant eye, a giant floating dot, a giant floating orb over it, shaped much like the eye that Savant you saw in your vision. And there's the sense of the changes happening radiating out from that point. Well, she's certainly making it easy for us. Looks like all we have to do now is beat Setback up there. Why would we want to beat him? <laughs> so that we are cooler than Setback. And whoever he's with. He didn't mention... That's not difficult. I assume he's with... I mean, he said that he had to fight... That the, the people, him and his people, had to fight mockeries of them. So there's probably a few other... I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's his team. Someone is going to get the glory for doing this. And that glory belongs to Draculis. I will not have Setback's team get there first. Oh, no. Well, does anyone have a car? Or... Well, I cannot drive, so... <laughs> That's true. Neither no, Dracula clearly. nor Hercules could drive. <laughs> <laughs> now, if someone had the chariot, maybe. <laughs> well, yes, I do have a car. This is my hometown. I, I had a rental. Hopefully it's still parked outside. It didn't turn into San Alonzo. Or it turned into, like, your car you had when you were a teenager. It, like, rolled back into, you know, Man. a 94 <laughs> Mazda or whatever. <laughs> Oh, we grew up wealthy. It was my mom's toss-off BMW, and I wish I could find it again. Oh, no, it's turned into a no. Kia Sorento. <laughs> That's a slight upgrade from the Sedona I have now. It's a Geo Metro. We'll never beat setback. It's a Ford Fiesta. No, I've got a, I, I have a rental car outside. I can take us if, if need be. Although I do want to make sure that the streets are individually safe. Every individual street. Every individual street. That's right. You stop along the way to care <laughs> I mean, about that's, people. You, you've, got a, you've got a fair point. But what, by, safe, by safe, I mean no specific rampaging supervillain. 
even a generic one I'm going to drive past. I'm at name level. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, you go to your car, and it is the car that you think that it should be. It seems to have not been changed. And you're like, okay, great. We'll just drive on in towards the center of the city. And about halfway there, car changes to the car that it, you drove when you were a teenager. Oh, the top uh, falls away. <laughs> everyone is vaguely uncomfortable as they get shifted around from one type of seat to another type of seat. This is much nicer. <laughs> Solid gold. Dracules is touching me. He's on my side now. Car got bigger. You stay on your side. This was my side. I will turn this car right into gold. <laughs> oh, man. Did I listen to this much Eve 6 in high school? Ugh. But as you're driving, you see like the, the, the city changing all around you. But it seems to be not just a simple find-replace with San Alonzo from San uh, Lazarus, as the parts of it that are fully transformed to what those of you that are familiar with San, Lazo, uh, uh, San Alonzo recognize change to that form and then keep changing. You're seeing building structures from like the older buildings from the city. You're watching cranes come in and brick by brick buildings start being disassembled and sections of the city that were paved over become unpaved. And you're watching the city moving backwards at, a, at an alarming rate. There are no doubt countless zoning violations taking place. We all know if there's one thing that Hercules and Dracula hate, zoning violations. You get to this big tower, and the doors, there's, there, there's just this big kind of blank steel wall on a big flat platform, and there's one large set of double doors at the foot of the tower right there in front of you. It's very... There's the door. Well, now that just seems obvious. And ominous. And a door. <laughs> well, let's make sure it's not a door. Let's make it... Jar. A jar. <laughs> this is why we are a good team together. Yeah. And I'll transmute the door into a large jar, obviously, so... And I will put lightning bugs inside. <laughs> I have this toad I found. <laughs> I will see if the Southwest Sentinels are hiring. I'll put in some dirt and a stick to give it his habitat. Uh, we can just do this. I'm actually, like, not even complaining. Like, this is great. As you approach the door, even warily, cautiously to see what's going on, as you approach the door, you see on the ground a collection of four random objects, four little trinkets. You Did you bring the items with you that you had from before? It's all right if you didn't. Uh, yes, I did. All right. So there's these four objects laying on the ground, just kind of scattered about on the approach to the door to this tower. <laughs> Wait. So, it's a blank six-sided die, a broken monocle, a burned feather, and a stripped lug nut. Oh, yes, yes. Sorry, I've, I've once again forgot this is a podcast and typed the things up for people to read for themselves. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. <laughs> no oh, jeez. These are probably going to physical representations of people again, aren't they? Well, ones that were beaten, at least. <laughs> I was going to say it's a pile of obvious trash, so. <laughs> yeah, but thematically, I'm starting to see a pattern in them. I don't know if anyone else is. Maybe maybe I'm the superhero junkie in the group? Probably true. Groupie? Okay, well, I'm not going to like this. Savant will scoop up the four new pieces and put them in the little satchel that he has and uh, oh, that seems like drop them idea. with the rest of them. Fantastic. As you touch them, oh, you die. Sweet. No. Uh, the <laughs> <laughs> nice. We're, get, we're getting 
we're getting serious now. As you do so, the doors slide open, and there stand Ermin and Fright Train, the thief extraordinaire Ermin, mm-hmm. uh, who's been in and out of more prisons, bank vaults, museums, and hidden treasure troves than most people even know exist. And Fright Train, who has a one-track mind. And what appears to be a train for yes. a He's going to catch yes. these cows. Yes, that's what I call my hands. The cows. Is that is that a, it's a, it's a new part of the Dracula Hercules mythos? Again, I was going on a bit of a <laughs> walk. See, because one, so. when he brings them to bear, you will be cowed? Well, Hercules had to clean out those stables at one point. There we they go. Probably there, had we cows. go. there was yeah. a cow in there, probably. And ever since. Mm-hmm. I know my labors. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so Ermin and Fright Train stand before you, and they're like, oh, good. Fright Train says, oh, good. More people to get in our way. Uh, you could just get out of the way, and we would just go past. Hi, so Ermin. This guy's making me steamed! Uh, it, uh, it seems like Ermin might have a history with Solid Gold, which I, as a player, am extremely yeah, interested in. very limited. I used to be a groupie of hers, but she never noticed right. me. And she yeah. abandoned me at one point a long time ago. And she would not remember who I am. Right. <laughs> you say hi, Armin, and you're like, and she's like, who are you? Am I supposed to recognize you? I mean, I don't remember if you, I don't know if you remember everyone who arrests you and sends you to prison, but I'm the new one. Did I steal stuff from you one time? No, not really. Well, I'm going to now. <laughs> and she disappears. <laughs> She's visible, and then her feet are invisible, and her knees are invisible, and it just, like, floats up her body until she's gone. Oh, jeez, you still... <sighs> and then you hear her laugh, and she goes, this is gonna be fun. And Fright Train says, up, all aboard, and charges forward to just run in a straight line at you. It's very easy to step out of it. Uh, okay, let's all get into formation. If you're new, beefy, stealthy, go. Fright Train charges forward, uh, attempting to, to bash into someone his cowcatcher faceplate slams forward over his face so he can hardly see anything, and he just charges, like, right past all of you. I assume you stepped to this side. Does anybody <laughs> not step to this side? Does anybody take the Fright Train change head-on? <laughs> no. It's all right if you want to. It seems like a bad idea. <laughs> he's he's big. He stands at, like, nine feet tall, and he's not quite square, but he's closer to square than makes you comfortable. Let me just tell you all, the one time I got hit by the train, I really regretted it. <laughs> so I just recommend avoiding the whole thing. And he charges past you, down the steps to the platform you're on, across the street, through a brick wall, and you just hear a series of crashing sounds in the distance as he runs off and gone. Fright Train is gone from the scene, and Ermin is invisible. So there you go. Doors are left wide open to the tower. Another victory for Dracula. <laughs> oh, this can't be good. And we will start off with the sound of an explosion in the distance. You hear kind of a funk sound in the distance as Fright Train fires his train cannon. That was that big cannon over his shoulder. And he builds up momentum by running real fast with his legs. And that translates into friction, allowing him to fire a shell up into the air, which comes crashing down. And everybody takes a whopping four damage and... Anybody who takes this damage this way, who is unable to prevent or avoid this damage, is also going to be hindered. So let me know if you manage to somehow avoid this damage. If not... Taking half of it, for sure. I'm also taking half of it. I'll go ahead and defend Solid Gold. Try and keep the explosion from hitting her. Well, that's a 
10 on a defend other, so that'll that'll do her. Great. Okay. All right. Thank so you. Solid Gold takes no damage and gets no, no no penalty, but Dracules and BC and Savant all have some trubs. Fright Train is off somewhere in the distance, and in fact, you hear the pounding footsteps of him heading back. Savant, since you did a thing, it is your turn to, to react. You've, you've defended Solid Gold. Uh, actually, you know what? No, I'm going to have Solid Gold go, because everybody's a little bit shaken up and damaged, and Solid Gold's like, well, I feel okay. So... <laughs> Take us away, Solid Gold. I'm sure that Fright Train's probably not going to come back and that Ermin's yeah. gone for good. Cool. Well, I'm still in yellow. I didn't heal after the last battle, so I am going to activate Glow Up, my boosting ability. I'm going to boost all nearby allies, so given that there's no one really to shoot at yet, I'm just going to say, all right, here we go, and spread my arms wide and fire light beams at everybody from gold fingertips, not covering your joints or your face, but just creating golden armor plates where they would be most helpful for each person. Uh, you can make your own decision as to what that looks like. Maybe you've got blades now or a cool set of goggles or just armor where you want it. But ultimately, it's going to boost for max plus min, which is, ooh, good roll, 13, uh, which, is a plus, which is a plus four to everybody. Yep. Sadly, I will also hinder myself with my min die, which rolled a, I'm sorry, it's not my min, it's my mid, which is a seven, which I think translates to a minus three. Four to seven is the second. Oh, it's minus bracket. two? It's only a minus two. Then I give myself a minus two and everyone else a plus four. Oh, you don't get the plus four yourself? Boost all nearby allies. Yeah, allies, not me, so I don't get it. But everyone's covered in cool gold and there's no, oh wait, actually, yeah, it's Ermin's turn. There we go. There we go. That's thinking with initiatives. Savant, you hear from behind you the sound of what sounds like maybe a, 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 piece, of, a piece of plastic that comes on a new television being removed <laughs> carefully and slowly from the plastic that lights sound all the way down the side. Yes, you hear something that sounds similar to that. And as you turn to look, you catch a, a flash of glowing blue and a, a bit of fast-moving white. And all these things culminate in ermine jabbing you in the side in a just the right spot, making you feel somewhat concerned. You take seven cool. damage. And either until the end of your scene or until you overcome, you can no longer use your transmutation power for anything until you overcome this challenge. Ouch. T for transmutation. Yikes. So you all see Ermin standing behind Savant, having just jabbed Savant in just the right way and uh, looking inordinately pleased with herself. And she's like, what are, what are you all doing here anyway? Like the city's gonna, it's gonna change. Everything changes. Just leave it be. No, no, I'm not going to let you desecrate my mother's tomb. Oh, I'm not desecrating anything. I'm stealing things, but I'm not really so much a desecrator. Wait, hold on. If you steal stuff, can you even take it away from here, or does it turn back into San Lazarus stuff? I can take stuff from San Lazarus, and I can take stuff from San Alonzo, and I can take stuff from as it goes in the past. I get to steal stuff every step of the way as we go here. You as long are as I put it in the tower, it stays safe. The worst! That is so short-sighted. You can't fence it. It's only good in the tower. Oh, she's already wealthy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't steal things to, to make money. <laughs> uh, I have so much money. <laughs> she is going to pass it to Savant, who just got chopped. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> Savant holds his side. Ah. Oh, you have no idea how much that hurts. But you're about to. <laughs> and I'm going to use the ability Equivalent Exchange. I will hinder Ermin and also Dope. recover myself. Nice. 
So minus one to Ermine, plus six health for me. Great. And what happened? Oh, that was <laughs> yeah. an absorption power. So instead of actually transmuting anything, I just took some of her vitality and gave her some of my pain. It's it's funny when you have a, a philosopher's stone that's also a bloodstone, things happen. <laughs> Seems ill-advised, but it's who am I to judge? It's a very bad plan for the long term. But in the short term, it's great. Sewing, just much better than the reaping. All right, Savant, who do you want to pass it to? Let's see, let's go ahead and throw it over to BC. Hey, heroes, it's James, your game master, and welcome to the mid-roll. Let's get things started off with a radvertisement. This one comes to us from The Pod Has Been Cast. The Pod Has Been Cast is a sci-fi D&D actual play podcast. Join Void Master Jules with Bianca, Carlos, and Robert as they tell the story of three Voidfarers and the adventurers that await them in the endless sea of swirling darkness they call The Void. Inspired by sci-fi classics like Firefly, Farscape, Cowboy Bebop, and the Mass Effect series, The Pod Has Been Cast is perfect for any and all lovers of cosmic gunslingers, cyberpunk hackers, and robots. There are actually quite possibly too many robots, but if that's to your taste, you'll be able to find them at thephbcast.com or on Instagram and Reddit at The Pod Has Been Cast or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to head out and subscribe now. Heroes, I have a new book out on shelves right now. The Ultimate RPG Game Master's World Building Guide is a book full of prompts, exercises, and mini games that help make the process of developing a setting for your role-playing games easier and more fun. You can pick it up right now wherever books are sold. You can find a full list of vendors over at bit.ly slash ultimate world building. And if you'd like to see it in action before you buy it, coming up on July 29th at 6 p.m. Central Time, I am going to be streaming alongside my good friend Alexandra Rowland as we use exercises from the book to build a world before your very eyes. And because it's a live stream happening on the OneShot Twitch channel, we're going to be collaborating with the audience. It's something you definitely won't want to miss. Once again, that is July 29th, starting at 6 p.m. Central Time, and you'll be able to find it at twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg. Before we get back to the show, I want to take a quick moment and thank some of our backers on Patreon. Kane, thank you. Bethany Tomerlin, thank you so much. Adam, thank you. Anthony Floriani, thank you so much. Jessica Longacre, thank you very much. Dawn, thank you. Rob Nessie, thank you so much. Damon J. Watkins, thank you very much. Nico Espada, thank you. Casey Kindred, thank you very much. Ronald Masters, thank you. Mizutani, thank you very much. Corvus Regis, thank you so much. Garrett Merck, thank you. Alia Ganaposki, thank you very much. Edward Willis, thank you. Withens, thank you so much. Nuclear Cupcake, thank you. And Joanna Bramble, thank you very much. Thanks again to everyone who supports us on Patreon. We wouldn't be able to make shows like this without you. If you'd like to join this list of backers and get great rewards, join us over at patreon.com slash one-shot podcast. And now, with all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show.
Cedar. Look, I've been hiding since long, long before you were born. I didn't need any fancy invisibility to do it. It's just like this, and I do a move that's I'm just kind of behind her all of a sudden and stab at her and then retreat to the shadows myself and use the ability Brief Concealment. So I attack using Stealth. I had forgotten you were a shadow. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, a weird shadow, that's for sure. And, like the uh, shadow I am. <laughs> that is actually an 8 damage attack to Herman. Wow. 8 damage, you say? 8 damage, I say. Herman rolls her die. What? So, but we have bonuses and penalties. You have a plus 4 yeah, and a minus 2. We'll just play both of those, so I'll, I'll just make it a 10. Great. So she rolls her die, has a minus 1 on her save, and definitely can't deal with all of that so she becomes a d6 and because i am in the shadows and keeping my concealment i am defending with my mindai which is a two against all attacks until my next turn all right very good okay who do you want to pass it to there are two options uh let's go to dracules all right Dracules has kept his focus on a freight train. You know, seeing this other, like, very powerful, physical, imposing threat, that seems to be where he needs to keep his focus. You know, watched him charge mm-hmm. past and now waits for him to round, stepping back into his path. Sure. I must admit, warrior, your powers are impressive, but compared to the Cretian bull, you are nothing. <laughs> and he readies himself to like catch freight trains charge because he is going to do his blood of olympus attack his like using uh, his strength attack with his mac uh, and only his max die uh, to try and suplex freight train great in the middle of a charge here freight train comes charging up at you and you do the thing you're gonna suplex a train bitch i'm motherfucking seven yeah dude <laughs> That was just my thought. That was the reference I wanted. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you. So that is a five. We'll apply both the penalty and the bonus at once. Bring that up to a seven. Excellent. So seven damage at Fright Train. And as Fright Train comes charging in, sees you in his path and yells out, Boy, you loco! (laughs) Right as he runs into you and you throw him over your back and he rolls a five for his defense and he hits the ground hard. Like, he flies through the air, and it looks like he's going to be able to recover it and land on his feet, but the last moment, he, he makes one more half turn in the air and face plants into the ground and scream, runs a, a furrow in the concrete uh, as he skids across the platform. In my past, I have been mad many times, and then none of my opponents survived. <laughs> So that, that super therapist thing you were talking about? They were my wife and children. <laughs> like, it wasn't a difficult fight. Hercules has a complicated past. The the super therapist thing is for you, now that I'm rolling back the tape. It's like... Everyone can benefit from super therapy. Yes, that's fair. The most difficult step is admitting you need help. Yeah, there's a stigma surrounding it. The, the super villain that really haunts the super therapist is Stigma, uh, a terrible villain who just keeps people away. <laughs> Too real. Too real. So it is the, the tower, the environment of the tower's turn. It rolls its three traits and it uses the mid result to output group of 
automated tower defenses. And these automated tower defenses seem like they're all seem like from periods of history, none of which have existed. Like there's some very steampunky looking things. There's some very like gas lamp sci-fi looking things. There's some like super like retro space age Jetson style uh, futuristic stuff. Like there's just a bunch of like, here's different time periods that people have awareness of, except none of them are real. That's inauthentic. That's inauthentic. That's inauthentic. (laughs) These are all inauthentic from the past. I'll make a note. But what would the value be at auction? Well, I know a guy. We'll get him in here. Get my robot guy. I mean, genuine stuff that doesn't exist usually sells really well when you can get it. (laughs) And that is the end of the round, and so the tower is going to pass it to BC. So what does the effect on Savant look like? Uh, so he's got a nerve in his side pinched in a way that like doesn't even necessarily feel bad, but it is blocking his ability to transmute things. It's just like there's a part of his power that seems to be put, seems to be uh, suppressed by the the nerve block that she has applied to him. Uh, so I understand quite a bit about nerves and how bodies function. It turns out after sure. having a lot of experience. So I would like to uh, overcome to try and just do some kind of move to extract that from Savant. Give him a little massage? Yeah. Just work it out? Like, from the shadows, like, without saying anything. (laughs) Savant doesn't even notice. You are already dead. (laughs) Guess there'd be awareness and insight. It's my max die, which is a six. Okay, yeah. You succeed, but with a minor twist. Oh. Uh, so, Savant, you have access to your transmutation power and any abilities that use it now. I'm going to ask a couple of questions. Uh, what are your principles, Dave? Or, sorry, first question. Dave, do you have a minor twist that feels appropriate to this situation? I always like to just put it out there first. Yeah, I almost feel like I should either end up hurting Savant in the process or take some amount of that onto myself, depending on the nature of it. Sure, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. What is your lowest die? Four. All right, great. Uh, so, Savant, you feel uh, like ah, oh, the, the the moment the hitch in your side is is feeling better, but and and as you like stretch, you're like oh, but it's very bruised from someone's like th- like thumbs just digging into your side, and you have four bruising damage uh, from from somebody going to town on you. But it's better. It's better. It's you worse, know? but it's better. <laughs> well, it hurts so. It, it hurts so better. good. It's it's the massage style, like yeah. you know. Deep hurting. And I'm gonna throw it to Savant. Now, Savant, there's nothing that says you can't attack BC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I massage stealthily. <laughs> right, it's true. He's like, where did this bruising come from? Oh man, now my pants are chafing me. <laughs> oh well. No. <laughs> so, as these weird robots start coming out, and one, uh starts coming towards Savant and gets near Ermin. He just gestures at it now that he has his transmutation back, and the inner circuitry of it begins to glow, and it suddenly explodes as it turns oh. into a living bomb. Oh, wow. So that Ooh. automatically destroys a D6 minion. Yeah, it does. And I will roll that minion's die as an attack against Ermin. Yeah, you will. That is a four. And Ermin rolls a two. These lieutenants aren't as good at rolling as the other lieutenants were. 
That, that is a key skill, as it turns uh, out. Ermin is doing her running around, dodging stuff, and like, ha you'll never catch me. And as the heroes are like trying to track her and see where she's going, she goes and hides behind some of the turrets, and she looks out from one of the turrets, and she's like, oh, did you know I was here? And then that turret explodes and throws her back against the wall. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, that's not fair at all. <laughs> I'll go ahead and throw it to Ermin, then. Ooh. <laughs> Ermin, uh, it's got a very powerful die here. Ermin is like, well, I don't want to. It's you. You're not playing fair. That's not how. That's not how these things work. I get to be the sneaky one that does tricks, and you have to be like boring and normal and fight in a normal way. Honestly, I'm used to you you're just gonna... leaning when it gets hard. Ooh. <laughs> oh man. There is history. All I have to say is I'm clearly somebody who is important to you, and I don't remember you at all. You will. <laughs> For Ermin, it was a Tuesday. <laughs> uh, and Ermin runs over to Fright Train um, and takes a jewel from her necklace and slams it into uh, the side of his helmet. There's like a little socket in the side of his helmet, and she slams a jewel in there, and his whole helmet kind of like glows red. Um, and he, he's like, oh, no, again? And she's like, yeah, do it. He's like, oh, okay. And, oh, well, it's not that great, but it's fine. I'll take it. But she has charged him up with some sort of power from her jewel tech then she makes her way over to the doors and is standing in the doorway going up to the tower that is her turn she passes it unsurprisingly to fright train she's trying to uh, leave and... <laughs> that's that's the ermine i know fright train turns looks at dracules like gets up is like what that's you must be somehow engineered to defeat me because <laughs> like a train's got to Anyway, you got, I got a one-way ticket for you to... Uh, it's usually people use the puns as an opportunity to for a threat, but yeah, I, one way I t- appreciate one... you throwing me heat, yes. Uh, uh. Sometimes you just got to express yourself, he says, and he charges you. I don't get it. You're good at it. <laughs> <laughs> the Fright Train is also in a, there's a video game that came out last year uh, that's on the Switch and on other places and he's uh, he's a character in there because uh, and <laughs> I worked I got to work with the team of voice actors on all the characters not, it's not a fully voice acted video game but many of the characters have lines they say at certain times and it, if you hit Fright Train hard enough he yells Macaboose <laughs> and it has <laughs> become a favorite of uh, people in the Sentinels fandom that that sound effect ends up showing up in a lot of different places so uh, i love it anyway fright train is going to attack you uh he charges at you rolls his d10 and adds one <laughs> he rolls a seven so you've got eight big old fright Ooh. train damage coming at you eight damage coming at me yeah i mean well i only take uh six of it but that is small comfort i already took my <laughs> turn so my uh, reaction is up again so i can go ahead and help defend you that's true Ooh. That's true. If you want to spend your reaction now, you're, you're welcome to it. Yeah, sure. Oof. Seems like a good all idea. All right, well, that's a nine, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, you block all of that damage. Ooh, piled something on the tracks. Describe he... how you do it, Savant. <laughs> Fright Train begins charging, and Dracules braces for impact as up under the feet of Fright Train, the concrete lifts and makes a ramp that then sends him running up and over <laughs> Dracules. <laughs> Freight train yells, this is a bridge too far! <laughs> Trains go on bridges. <laughs> oh, I get it. Because, you know... Uh... Trains go on trestles, don't they? 
I don't know. I don't know that much about trains. <laughs> no, I just... I like saying train things, but I'm not that train knowledgeable. I major in train. That's my, my deep <laughs> secret shame. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Freight train is going to pass it to the auto defenses. Heck yeah. All right. Who's around the defenses? Two of them are going to shoot at Savant because Savant blew one of them up. One of them is going to shoot at uh, Solid Gold. Mm. Savant, a two and a five. Or two attacks heading your way. I am going to use my reaction to Shadow of a God, like dive in front of the two, okay. because that will not hurt me. <laughs> oh, so you're just like, I'm taking the two. <laughs> it's zero damage. Yeah, I'll take the two. Yeah. You you can deal with the five. I mean, if you blocked the five, you uh, you would only block three of it, and so then like it's still the same amount of damage. So that's, that's a good move. Uh, so five damage only for you, Savant, and uh, solid gold, four damage for you. And that's physical. Yeah, it's physical. Okay. That, the the one that shot you was like a, a weird steampunk pea shooter sort of thing. No, that, that's all good. I just always have to make sure, make sure it's not radiant. None of these three laser weapon, future style weapons shoot uh, radiant damage. Oh, very good. I mean, I have to make good on that threat, right? Ervin's still parked up on top of Fright Train, even as he's flying through the air and landing down towards the ground. Because, oh, no, I'm sorry. You said she went into the doorway. My mistake. She's standing in the doorway. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what I'm going to do is I will spin to face her at the doorway, raise a hand, toss a wink at her, and then fire a beam of light past her over one shoulder and let her think that it's going to miss. The beam goes way way wide, just shoots right beyond her. You can even hear the splash of the impact inside the building somewhere. Looks disappointed for a second and then smiles as a beam of light fills the doorway and blasts her back out of the building. <laughs> Fantastic. So we're going to use share the spotlight. Yeah. And she is going to take my max and my min dice, which means nine damage coming her way. So bye, Ermin. And I will heal for two because I have a minus two on me. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. All right. So that blast hits Ermin and flings Ermin towards you and presumably past you. Oh, no, I'll catch her. Just one hand out. And as she flies towards you in the air, <laughs> she's like... You've not seen the last of me! And she pulls the jewel off her necklace and crushes it. Mm -hmm. And what you catch is a weird, like, mannequin. <laughs> like a mannequin that is, like, dressed in Ermin's outfit and has the same jewels, but the jewels are, like, plastic. Lands in your hand. And there's a, a post-it note stuck to its back that says, Ha ha! <laughs> and then dash E. Oh, well. I have to admit, that was pretty cool. She's going to remember me. <laughs> I, I wouldn't count on that I, as an expert in history I uh, think I can tell you she doesn't remember yours so I am going to looks like the auto defenses fright train let's get the scene out of the way and then Dracules can wrap it up that sounds great the scene mm -hmm. advances the scene tracker so now everyone is in the yellow zone and no, this is great, though. That's right, because you fired a blast into the tower, mm -hmm. which is fixed in reality, uh, and then it came back out and hit her. Yes, definitely. All that for sure happened. However, when the blast went into the tower, you felt, because you have this connection to your power, because you can shoot lasers from the gold that you leave around. Oh, it's even one of and, my principles. Right. And the power that you sent into that tower that then you fired out of, you feel like, okay, you, you launched it, then you fired out of it, and then within a split second... You feel it taken from you. You feel the, the the stuff in the tower. It's gone. It's removed from you. It's not just like it's disappeared, but it's like you were holding it in your hands and someone grabbed it and tore it out of your hands. Okay. As the scene tracker hits the green zone here into the yellow zone, the doors to the tower slam shut 
and it's just regular doors. It's like a big, you know, square with two big double doors. And as the doors slam shut, they then begin rotating in the frame. Whoa. And so there's a grinding, ratcheting sort of sound as the doors are rotating. And they continue to do so for a while as the scene progresses. Dracules, it is your turn. Dracules starts like walking over to Freight Train. I will admit, I am impressed with your strength. And because of this, I have decided to be generous to you. Dracules <laughs> is going to attack using... Uh, actually, this is a question. Uh-huh. I don't have a move that does it, but instead of an attack, am I able to roll a attack that would offer someone... What's the opposite of a boost? You want to hinder. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can, can I roll a, a hinder so, ability? Right, so using, you can always yeah. do a basic... Uh, so there's a basic attack, basic boost, basic hinder, basic overcome. Abilities let you do other things, but you can certainly just say, I'm going to hinder him, and power quality status yeah. is good to go. Excellent. Then I am going to do a hinder here. I'm going to use my mythological lore. I'm going to use my suggestion here and uh, roll my die. Oh, yeah. So this is going to be a six. And there's red energy that like coalesces around his hands. (laughs) And then in front of Freight Train's eyes, we see two bright pennies just form on there. Two pennies for your tracks, and when you are done with them, you can use them to pay the ferryman. Okay, awesome. Point of order. His name is Fright Train, mm-hmm. not Freight Train. Fr- oh, Fright Train. Fright Train. Excuse it's very me. important. Fright Train's a coming. <laughs> I guess Freight Train would have been too on the nose. Yeah. No, no, he's not a Freight Train. He's a Fright Train. Everything else other than you said, everything else you said is great. <laughs> sure. So he's like, ah, what? Ah, we're going to smash these into ovals. Give them out as commemorative coins. I mean, in the best case scenario, that is something that you could do or you could derail your plan. Oh, no. I said the train stuff. <laughs> we're all in on the train bit. We're just supporting you. Everyone is supporting you. I, I've, I've, I've never really felt so seen. It's great. <laughs> I've got a great super <laughs> therapist that you need to talk to. That sounds really nice. Dracules, you were the last one to act. You may pass it to whoever you wish. Let's pass it over to Fright Train. Oh, he's excited. He has a seemingly genuine back and forth with you about train puns and about actually feeling weirdly recognized in that someone else is also making train puns but, but then he's like ah, I got a job to do though here I can't I can't take any time sitting at the station and uh, he attempts to wrap a hand like around your head and charge with you to drive you into the the wall of the tower here we go because he's real big but we'll see how he does with these these pennies in front of his eyes he's still having a hard time seeing anything <laughs> uh, he's rolled a nine on his d10. Um, so, oh, dope! <laughs> so even blinded to seeing what is right in front of him, that doesn't keep him from having a one-track mind. He grabs you and, with a bit of faltering, still manages to get you all the way, all the way back to the depot. You have a bit of a crossing as you take seven damage. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's that rules. Yeah, he drives you through the wall and he goes, "Don't cross the freight train." <laughs> Railroad crossing. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you slam into and the wall I and in the red zone. Oh yeah. And uh, being that you are Draculae's, both equally Dracula and Hercules, both seemingly indestructible creatures, being driven by freight train into this wall, you leave a massive dented chunk broken out of this tower, and the smoke billows, and uh, it's all very impressive. Dope. All right. And you know what? <laughs> Freight Train passes it back to you. Yeah. yeah. Oh! <laughs> yeah. He understands a good story when he sees it. Right. Yeah. I think emerging uh, from, like, the, 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 the smoke billows out, you know, and at first it's particulate filling the air. It's this, this gray dust, uh, and I think it's intermingling. I don't know if Fright Train has a smokestack, but, like, you know, there's, there's a lot of haziness in the way. And, you know, he's having difficulty seeing already because he's got these pennies over his eyes. Uh, or, no, he shed those. He shed those because, like, the vibration. He smushed them on the tracks. Yeah. All of that particulate starts turning into shadow that that envelops around him, and he is pulled forward into the wall. And Draculees is just going to drive his head against Fright Trains um, in a straight up headbutt. Uh, I'm going to be using my Blood of Olympus attack again to attack with uh, my max die on strength. Uh, but let's see how this goes. I love headbutting a cow carrier. Yeah. <laughs> that is I mean, awesome. I, 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 catcher. Looking up, one of the labors was wrangling cattle. So yeah. yeah. I'm gonna catch that cow catcher with my forehead uh, for eight damage. So nice. not quite That's as awesome. impressive as his nine. <laughs> eight damage. That's fantastic. Yeah, and his good luck streak has ended as he rolls a three. <laughs> yeah, your Fright Train is being dragged into you, and you rear back and hit him with it, and Fright Train sees the headbutt coming, and is like, yeah! And then as his head hits you, it, you leave a dent in his big metal faceplate, and he reels back, he's like, no! <laughs> your friend was wrong when she said all things change. Dracula is eternal. Hercules is eternal. Past, present, and future are all Draculies. This episode of One Shot uses music from the following artists. Cakewalk by Avocado Junkie. Black Crown by Andrew Stanton. Bus Won't Stop by Famous Cats. I've Seen Stranger Things by Alternate Endings. Life Worth Living by Moments. And In the Lift by Fabio Poyen. This episode of One Shot was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find more of their work online anywhere at The Other Tracy. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week with more of the Sentinel Comics role-playing game. In the meantime, be sure to check out some of the other amazing gaming shows here on the One Shot Network. Like Neo Scum. Neo Scum is a narrative comedy podcast featuring five Chicago improvisers antagonizing their way through the role-playing classic Shadowrun. It follows a group of misfits and outsiders. Z, an acerbic cyber troublemaker. Pox, the candy junkie klepto from across the pond. 
tech wizard, the public access actor with a petulant thirst for adventure, and Dak Rambo, the nastiest trucker this side of the Robo Mason Dixon, joined the irascible Neo Scum crew on a puerile rock and road trip through a weirdo world of tomorrow, doling out street justice to every deeb they encounter, whether they deserve it or not. As always, we end one shot with a call to action, and this week I encourage you to call your representatives about an issue that you care about. Calling representatives is a great way to directly advocate for change. And it's easy to do. When I call my reps, I use a site called fivecalls.org. There, you can find issue summaries of different issues around the country that you might want to call about, contact information for your representatives, and scripts to read while you're on the phone to help you get your message across. Calling is quick, and it can make a huge difference. Thanks, heroes. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Hey heroes, it's James here. It's time for you to grab a bird, a saddle, and a lance. Because we've got new episodes of Sky Joust coming at you next week. Sky Joust is the OneShot Network's competitive sports drama actual play. Inspired by your favorite sports animes and set in Skyjack's world of sphere. Follow four different adolescent jousting teams as they battle their way through the quarterfinals, eventually to face each other in head-to-head -head PvP matches. It's competitive because we have four different teams of protagonists, and everybody's got a reason to win. But there's only one championship spot, and the game decides who takes the crown. Watch your favorite performers from around the one-shot network and world of actual play in some intense and hilarious moments. You can listen to Sky Joust right now by heading over to your favorite podcast app and search for Sky Joust, S-K-Y-J-O-U-S-T, with two exclamation points. If you first checked out Sky Joust when it was on the Skyjacks feed, we are finally airing brand new episodes, so it's the perfect time to jump in. We'll catch you in the lists, heroes.